0: Vocal Vision. Vocal Vision. So in today's podcast, we talked about how to connect. All right. So then, how do you share yourself with these people, even if you're frustrated or upset or you know, and be able to like connect with them, instead of just, yeah, I'll sit back and I'll do whatever you want me to do, right? There, there needs to be some balance, right? They got to see your personality. Mm. You got to say something, because like if you don't clear gonna be that's gonna be in your space in your head like what what do you say to connect to somebody and basically share yourself and what you're what you're going through at that at that moment
1: you mean if you've been waiting for 10 hours sure the something? interviews
0: not you know you got you practice all your interview skills but right now it's like <sighs> wow I
1: that is a tough question I don't know if there's any one right answer I, I think I think you'll just have to make the best choice you can in the moment and you'll never know what would have happened if you made a different choice you know I did have an audition where I showed up and there was no one there when I got there and I was standing in a stairwell or a a hallway it was steaming hot and I was in a suit and the audition people weren't there and Mm. finally they arrived you know 45 (laughs) minutes later or whatever and I was just sweating like crazy and I had a lot of other stuff to do and then, so when my self-introduction came,
0: I just told them how I really felt, you know? <laughs> kind of like the, uh, David Unplugged.
1: YouTube's world's <laughs> rudest, uh, video. no, I just said, um, I told them how I really felt. There's <laughs> like how, you know, oh, tell us about whatever. And I was like, well, I've been waiting for an hour and now I'm here and I'm sweating and I'm hot and I don't really want to be here and... You know, now I kind of don't even want to do this project because I doubt you guys are really professional. You, can't you even said get that. It. I don't remember what I said, but <laughs> it certainly wasn't, uh, oh, yes, thank you for this opportunity. It certainly wasn't that. But the thing, they actually hired me. They did actually hire me. And and I and I always wondered, like, did they even listen to my video? Did they even listen to what I said? Or did they just listen to the first sentence and they like, wow, this guy's really passionate. You know, like maybe they... Maybe they hired me for my passion. I, I don't know. They did choose me, though, which I found quite surprising. <laughs> but I think, I mean, that probably wasn't...
0: I, I wouldn't really recommend someone to do that. Oh, that's hilarious. But I did get the job. I did get the job. Um, no, but that's real. That's like... I I guess they saw it in you. I mean, look, that's the thing. Your talents and your skills at this point of the interview is like... They, they want you for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So everything else is like, how do you show up and not be fake about it, right? You say, How many sentences really did you say to them? Listen, blah, 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 this and this um, and this. Well, I mean, in
1: these situations, they usually ask you to do like 30-second or a one-minute self-introduction. Name, age, hobbies, or name, height, nationality. Something very, you know, kind of breaking you down into a statistic, which I... I usually don't answer any of those questions because I just don't like being uh, broken down into a, a series of statistics. Yes, I have uh, seven milliliters of zinc inside of me. I, I, am, you know, I just don't like being kind of like, I don't know, made into an object like that. So I usually don't just list my name, age, height, hobbies, something like that. I just talk about whatever I want to talk about at that moment. Uh, so I probably just did a 30 second introduction hey, everyone, I'm David, you know, and no, I don't think I even started like that. I think I just said, like, ah, I've been waiting an hour. I'm super sweaty.
0: So you didn't start with the high voice of, like, the hero, the friendly, like, hi, everybody, my name is David. I'm pretty sure I did. You were like, raw. I'm pretty sure I did. I was
1: like, well, I've been waiting an hour, so, you know, (laughs) and I'm wearing a suit and there's no air conditioning. So you can imagine I probably don't feel too good right now. Um, I was excited about this project, but the way I'm being treated, it's probably not going to be a good experience, so I don't even think I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said something like that, which is just ludicrous. Someday, someday if I ever become very famous, that video is going to come out. And they're <laughs> going to make, it's going to be on the news. Um, I was actually reading a book recently, though. I do read a lot of books. And I think this one, it might have been in the adaptation advantage. Uh, I can't remember which where I got this, but, you know, a lot of... A lot of about working with someone is what are they going to be like on a day-to-day basis? You know, you need to hire someone who's got certain skills and then who can just technically do whatever it is you want them to do, but a huge part of hiring is how are people on a day-to-day basis? Do they show up on time? Are they pleasant? Are they focused? Are they present? Are they always distracted with other things? Are they always bringing excuses in? Are they always playing politics or trying to one-up other people? You know, what is their their working style and how much are you willing to put up with for those amazing superstar qualities they might have at the thing? And something I've seen with some of these new startups is they have these rules of like, no jerk, no asshole policy. Oh, you're a genius, you're able to do this and that, you're a superstar sales, but if you're not a team player, Mm. we don't want to work with you. So, I mean, I think that's a cool culture. I'd like to see more of that. It would be great if there's more of that going on. But for a lot of companies, you know, they just hire people based on resume, you know, your past experience, your technical skills. Yes, I can technically do this thing you want, and I have this many years of experience at it. And then personality can become secondary.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to unpack in that. Yeah, people can say the right things at an interview. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Even for your job, like you get hired for one off things. So somebody may put up with whatever personality that you may have Yeah. in a job because they know that your skill is good enough to be able to do that. Sure. So they'll hire you. They'll, even if you, raw, you know, whatever, they're like, <laughs> all right, let's get them on for this thing. Uh. But, you know, who knows if you get another job. But the idea with them, because maybe they don't want to deal with that, but the idea is if, especially if you want to work with somebody long term, hmm. you know, and then you. You have to know how they want you to show up. How they need you to be. So that when you're at a job interview, that's just step one. Like, that's not... Yeah, you got the job. Like, these are little wins along the way. Mm. But how you show up and represent yourself every day, some people don't want to deal with certain things. Sure. You know, they just don't... They don't have the time and the energy to do with that. And even you experience that with these bigger bosses that, like, They don't have the time and the energy to even know what the project is that you're working on, that you're so focused on, that you've been practicing for the past three weeks and you've been planning for. They don't even know all the work that you were putting into all of those types of things. Absolutely. And so now all of a sudden you're expecting something, but you may not say anything. Sure. And sometimes saying something, like you said, may make or break it. Who knows? You may not even have known what you did or said, and sometimes somebody will... No, you know right away whether or not they want to deal with that or not deal with that. Yeah. So how you are as a person, how you show up, man, that's that takes practice too. To notice that you get frustrated at things is gonna show up whether or not you even want to work with this company. Mm, yeah. And if you don't feel like that you want to work with them, then the question is is you know, do you have to still put food on your table and pay yeah. your bills? Yeah. Then suck it up and deal with it. But at the same time, if you feel that you have other opportunities and other things going on for you because, you know, people are calling you for interview, then maybe you can focus your time on something else. And that's fine for whoever decides to do that thing. Right. Mm -hmm. You're never going to know the option of the other choice. Yeah. But a lot of people will go to a job interview. They'll say what they have to say. They'll be the person that people want them to be. Mm -hmm. They'll say yes to all the things after they think that they listen to it. Yeah. And then go to the job and go, damn. I guess it depends
1: which kind of person you're advising. Someone who just desperately needs the first job to come in and who is just focused on trying to say whatever they think the other person wants to hear. Which, you know, to be honest, telling people what they want to hear is an effective strategy. Yes. It, it works quite well. <laughs> yes. People are able to get quite far with, with that strategy.
0: Most of the time, if you think you know your audience... Mm -hmm. then you just have to get them to believe that you're right.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: And so a lot of people take on the role of the audience member in an interview and just basically say, oh yeah, you're right, yes, definitely, yes.
1: So I think if we're looking at just doing or saying whatever you can to get some opportunity, that's that's one way that people live. Mm. Uh, I think what we want to do, though is live a more enriching life a more fruitful life which means sometimes you have to say no or sometimes you have to disagree with people right sometimes you need to say I don't really like the way this is looking we could force it but it might be better for everyone if we go our separate ways right sometimes people may respect you for that as well and I think I think maybe that's the difference between art and a science right science everything can be broken down into a certain formula but the art you know so the art of being tactful in your honesty right the art of being tactful in the way you give someone negative feedback or refuse someone and that's a delicate art i don't think there's any there's not any one specific way that's correct to do that right
0: yeah you're not going to know how you respond to certain things unless you're in the moment yeah dealing with them sure that's the art of it that's that's the beauty that's the unknown the creation this this something else that anything is possible really because you're in that moment and you don't know how you're going to deal with it now you mm. can't blame yourself for how you deal with it mm. but like you can't say these are the steps and if i follow all these steps correctly this is the end result mm.
1: yeah it's probably not going to go that way
0: <laughs> yeah like being in it And like just being present and so many things can open up. But some people are actually just very formulaic and and live life that way, which is fine, again, to each his own. But who's to say?
1: Well, I think this moment right now is an amazing example and, and I'm realizing it as much as I'm saying it that I think everything I've said since we started this conversation, I absolutely never could have imagined I would have said any of these things, right? I had no... I had no plan to say any of this, and I don't know why I said any of it. It just came out in the moment. And you know, just before we started here, we were in our luscious green room planning (laughs) how we were going to start, and I was literally like, "I have no idea what is going on. I'm so confused. I don't know what to say. I have nothing to say. I'm I'm lost. I'm lost." Was
0: our green room the uh, the stairwell? Ah, yes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Just (laughs) I was just I was connected with you for quite some time, and then I thought to myself, "The green room." Nah. Where? it's red outside. Yeah, I know. The, <laughs> no. the, the dusty stairwell. The dusty stairwell. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. No, you're right. We were uh, we were just being able to, like, you know, I like that space, first of all, because it's so raw. Mm. But, yeah, just, like, flesh it out. Mm. But to be in this moment now, to have this conversation, pa pa blah, blah.
1: Yeah, suddenly it came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And interesting, I mean, I think the last thing I was saying really comes back around to what you had said about how to authentically say no to someone, but in a way that's not upsetting them. You you said it better in the way you said it, but Mm. it kind of, as I was speaking, I'm like, oh, this actually comes back around to what you had said about the way to say no to someone in an authentic way that's also tactful and not upsetting to them.
0: It's getting them for where they're at, accepting what it is, and then, really, just stating your point of how what what you're doing to deal with it. That's why I asked you how many sentences that you had said this, like, because people could go off into rants, you know what I mean? And they're just complaining about. Oh, and then there wasn't any hot water in the water cooler, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think I
1: gave like, them their thirty seconds. You know I still mean? follow. So that So you,
0: you want us to fix the hot water? Is that what you want? No, that's not what I want. I want to, I want you to listen to me. I no, want my green M and M's. But if you were able to say that to them, be like. You know, um, I, really, I really do appreciate this opportunity for you being here today. Thank you for showing up. However, I have been waiting for an hour and the impact on me is is that I am tired, I'm sweating, and I am I, I do have to run to another meeting after this. Yeah. So um, I do appreciate all of these things, but let's get this done within a certain amount of time. Let yeah. me know if you'd like to work together and of course we can schedule something if we don't have time today. Yeah. Something of that matter, because then you're then that person's like, Okay, so if we don't have time, okay, we have time, let's do this. Yeah. It either it either gets them to the point where they're like, Okay he understands where I'm coming from. He's not just in his own head about certain things, and then you verbally say, you know, using your voice and being able to say this, especially because mm. this is like negative side of the interview. I mean, positive side, everything works out perfectly and yeah, you get sure. the job. But even if you get the job and you never communicate with somebody, yeah. now you have this whole level of learning how to communicate in this company or with this boss. You know, there's some people that you you may work for that pay you well, but you don't like working for
1: them. Right. I think a lot of people are in that situation. It's because you hate luck. the way that
0: they communicate, potentially. Yeah. Who knows?
1: A lot of people are in that situation. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like just saying that, clearing your peace and moving on, I think people they'll they'll get it, and they'll be like, okay, cool, you know. And and you and that's also the the ability for you to say no, like, no, I don't like this. Mm. And I almost I I'm curious to know, did they ever do that again to you? Make you wait an hour and do all this other stuff, or were they very like? I don't think so. I, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're like oh now we know what you okay all right
1: well you know but actually it is i think it's like it's maybe commonly expected that people want things to happen on time or don't like to be kept waiting but it's not universal i know plenty of people especially artists who for them time is just like eh, you know eh, time why, why do things have to happen at a certain time how about you know just you leave your house and i leave my house and and we'll we'll just get there at a certain time.
0: There's some people who are like that. I know that's true, and most (laughs) artists are like that. So in today's podcast, we talked about how to connect and sharing of yourself. So here are the next action steps. We want you to learn how to feel. We want you to connect to what is that feeling and then share that feeling. So take out a piece of paper and write out a conversation to yourself when you were younger. Write to your younger self and share about how it felt to speak on stage for the first time now that you're in a new situation where you're ready to share on stage in a public speaking format. Maybe you can talk about the memories that you had at that moment when you were scared to speak on stage. Maybe some of the scariest moment that you had in your life and share those feelings to yourself about how you now feel stepping into that platform and when you're able to feel both what you felt before and what you're currently feeling now those feelings can then be released so you no longer fear those feelings so writing it out on a piece of paper sharing that story about remembering that moment that you had is going to be able to help you move forward to be able to have more of those moments and you're not going to fear those moments anymore What do you think about that, David?
1: That's really powerful. And I think it really leverages on the fact that a lot of times we're afraid of something when we're leading up to it. And then once we actually take that step and go through it, we find it's not as scary as we thought it was going to be. Or maybe the experience is not the same as as what we thought. And actually, I should take a moment to thank you for this because recently you gave me a chance to stand up and share and uh, even in that moment, I wasn't particularly looking forward to getting up and sharing something personal. And I found through that experience, instead of it being a, a moment of fear, it, it came out to actually be very transformative and very freeing. And if I were to write to my, my younger self or a different self, I would say, listen, this thing that you've been afraid of, this, this thing that you're afraid to step into, once you step into it you may find that it's actually empowering and freeing and it may be this thing that you actually start to look forward to this moment that you can free yourself so go ahead and write down that experience and tell your younger self hey this is actually going to be an amazing transformative freeing experience and it can start to be something that you actually look forward to
0: yeah because we don't want to be held back from our past thoughts and feelings and that's a lot of what we are as adults at this point. We're still children, still trying to live out a survival mode that we accepted when we were younger. And if you're ready to get into this type of industry or really transform your life with who you are now in terms of vocal presentation skills or public speaking, whatever it is, you've got to deal with what the issues were when you were younger and to be able to talk to your seven-year-old self when you had a performance in third grade and you were so scared and you never wanted to do it again. Well, guess what? You can get over that. You can deal with those feelings, you can forgive yourself for feeling that way, and you can move forward as an adult. So yeah, this writing down of these types of memories and these scariest moments, is very freeing, like you said. So yeah, definitely write yourself a story, and learn what you had felt at that point, how you're feeling now, and what it is that took you to this point, and how you can continue to overcome it through stepping into that fear. We look forward to hearing from you about that.
1: Vocal Vision. The journey of bringing your vocal vision to life.
0: Vocal Vision is a vocal vision. Vocal Vision.